0: For the show that takes dog training beyond your backyard, it's Bark Talk with Bonnie. Brought to you by Advanced Canine Techniques, your
1: dog training specialists. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bark Talk with Bonnie. I'm very happy today to have Miss Tara Whitehead in the studio with me. She works at Midwest Homes for Pets. Um, and many of you may not know that that is housed here in Muncie, Indiana. So I'm going to let Tara tell us a little bit about the history of Midwest Homes for Pets. And then we're going to talk a lot about um, different crates and different... Um, beds and different products that they offer for pets that might be beneficial for you as pet owners for dogs, cats, and they also do a lot of small animal um, items as well. So, Tara, tell us a little bit about Midwest Homes for Pets.
0: Okay, thanks, Bonnie. Um, Midwest Homes for Pets is a division of Midwest Metal Products, which is a company that's been in Muncie since 1921, and in around 1958, uh, Midwest started manufacturing wire crates for dogs. They took their expertise in wire-forming um, and, and the wire business and began manufacturing dog crates. And then in 1968, the Sears and Roebuck catalog chose Midwest to be their exclusive dealer of wire crates for dogs. And then in 1988 is when Midwest Homes for Pets was actually um, made into a division of Midwest Metal Products, kind of became its own entity within the the parent company. So it's a fourth-generation family-owned business. If anybody knows the Smith family, Steve Smith is our CEO. He has sons who work uh, and a nephew who work for our company. So we are a family business um, still owned and operated by that family. And um, we're located, our headquartered here in Muncie. Our quality assurance department is here in Muncie. Our customer service is in Muncie. So if anybody has a question about dog training or crate training, or an item that they've purchased, they can call us and talk to one of our girls that are in the customer service team right here in Muncie, Indiana.
1: Okay, that's fantastic, and I think that that's interesting. Some people may not necessarily know that that company is housed here in Muncie, Indiana, so it's something we should be very proud of um, as residents of Delaware County. Now, you offer a lot of different products um, for dogs, cats, and small animals and things too. Tell us a little bit about some of the different products or how you maybe decide what, um, you know, like the ferret cages and the, um, different, um, items that you decide to produce for, um, for the consumer. How do you come up with those ideas? Well, there's lots of different ways that ideas come to fruition, but
0: I mean, our specialty is definitely in housing and containment. So we don't get into foods and supplement supplements and products like that, leashes, collars. I mean, so far that's not really in our wheelhouse and we haven't gone that direction. So almost all of our product line is based on, um, housing or containment and then products that accessorize those items. Um, so of course we have the wire crates for dogs and then we also offer plastic crates, which are quite popular for various reasons and tent crates like soft-sided crates. And then we have an, an entire line of um, pet beds that we came out with and uh, it's, it's really extensive now. It started off with a standard fleece bed and now we've got just beds of every type. So that's our quiet timeline And then um, for our cats, we really have gotten into the cat furniture, like cat tree business uh, within the last, I'd say, 10 years. Um, That product line is called Feline Nouveau. And I think what's unique about that is that a lot of the cat trees out there have, you know, carpeting as their, um, as the covering. And ours kind of stepped it up a notch with some really pretty fabrics and um, different sisals that you can use as a scratching post and So it's a, it's a kind of an upscale line and it looks pretty in your house rather than kind of being like a, you know, an eyesore in the corner or something. So that's our cat line. And then for the small animal stuff, we offer things, um, ferret and critter nation are probably our two most popular products. Ferret nation came out first and because of the popularity of that, they launched critter nation, which is this kind of the same thing, except it has horizontal wiring and smaller spacing. So you can fit smaller animals in that. Um, so we A lot of people have um, pets like Daegu, sugar gliders, um, I've even seen hedgehogs. We offer um, housing for guinea pigs called Guinea Habitat, rabbits. Um, the Wabitat is that um, crate that's most popular for rabbits. And recently we launched an entire line called Critterville for hamsters. And I actually have my own hamster. She's an international hamster model named Chloe and she uses one of our, our cages and, and absolutely loves it. So our specialty is in housing for okay. pets. Yeah,
1: That's wonderful. Okay. So now let's talk about dog crates specifically, because mm-hmm. I know that's probably what our target audience is going to be looking at. Let's talk about the different... Now, you mentioned wire crates, plastic crates, soft-sided crates. Um, what are the differences in those different crates that you have?
0: Well, they're, the wire crates are probably considered the most durable, and they're the most standard. So... We definitely recommend a wire crate for the crate training process, and one of the benefits of those is not only in their strength, but also um, the the ventilation and visibility. So your dog can be in the crate, but is still it's you know everything's four sided visibility all around, so they can see the action going on around them. Now, for some reason, that's something that's not preferred, or your dog you find that your dog likes more of an enclosure. You can buy a crate cover that you can easily take off and wash, or you know you can put up one side or two sides. So we offer those too. But a wire crate is definitely kind of the standard, and I would say that a majority of dog owners at least have that. And if they have the other two, it might be in addition to a wire crate. Um, a plastic carrier, if your dog is kind of prone to chewing on the wire for some reason, you know, a plastic carrier can prevent that. Now, of course, they can chew on plastic too if if they want to. But they're lighter weight, and they're a little bit more portable, even though we have some that are you know, just about as big as me. So they, they come in very small or very large sizes, but um, typically those, uh, the ones that we carry, they offer great uh, ventilation on all sides. So even though they're enclosed and a little bit more protected from outside stimulus, uh, stimuli, then they can still, you know, breathe and have the ventilation that they need to be comfortable inside of there. Um, And then the soft-sided crates, uh, they're also very lightweight. So if you have a hard time picking up a wire crate, a plastic carrier or a soft-sided crate might be a great option because they're so they're featherweight, light, um, but it's great for camping or travel or again trips to the vet, things like that. We a lot of our most of our crates either fit in the back of your SUV or in your back seat or your front seat, um, so they're great. They're great for travel and things like that. Um, sometimes it just kind of comes down to preference. After you've been with your dog for a while and you get to see what type of environment they like. Maybe they prefer the the enclosed feeling of a plastic crate over a wire, um, but almost uh, not plastic crates, but our tent crates and our wire crates all fold down into like a suitcase style, and they come with a handle so you can carry it um even the forty inch crate forty eight inch crate, which is our second to largest um I can carry that myself um with two handles on it, so they're still portable even if Um, they're not as lightweight as a plastic or a soft sided. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But we, I think for beginning, especially when you're doing the the potty training, the house training, a wire crate is the preferred
1: um, crate to choose. And then talk a little bit about, I know all of your wire crates have dividers in them. Mm -hmm. Talk about the benefit of a divider. So the idea
0: is that when you get a dog, whether it's a puppy or a full size dog, you want to buy a crate that's going to meet that dog's needs when they reach their full adult size. So that way you're not getting a puppy that's tiny, you know, a lab, who's itty-bitty and you only need a 24-inch crate while they're six weeks old, but then that quickly changes and then you have to buy a larger crate and a larger crate. So what we try to do is educate people that the idea is that you buy a crate that they'll fit into when they're an adult. So for a lab, it'd probably be about a 42-inch size crate. Then you use that divider panel to make the crate puppy size and you want that, uh, you put the divider panel in so that when they go in the front door, they have enough room to turn around and lie down and stand up comfortably. And then as they grow, you kind of move that divider panel back and back and back until they full, they're, they've reached their full adult size. Um, and the, the point of that is when they're potty training, if the crate's super huge, they'll go potty on the other end of the crate and then lay in the dry end of the crate. So by confining that space to make it a little bit smaller, they don't want to have an accident where they're going to sleep. So it'll help them control their um, their going time <laughs> a little bit longer until you get home to let them out. Mm-hmm. So it just assists in that um, potty training process.
1: Yep, and I find that that definitely is is helpful too. And the whole stand up, sit down, turn around. I know a lot of people. A lot of people have concerns. They they um, they look at the crate and they think it's jail, and they think <laughs> it's oh, I hate to put my crate in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many you know, benefits to, to crate training and not leaving your puppy roam free in the house, as opposed to putting them in the crate too.
0: I understand. I mean, I think the problem is, is there are some people out there who use a crate in an incorrect way or more of a punishment way, as opposed to, Hey, this is your personal space within our home. And when people see that, then, then of course you get a negative feeling towards using a crate, but crates are not supposed to be about punishment. They are about, um, giving your dog a space within the home that's their personal space. You know, we employ a lot of dog models for our business and I would say a majority of them have a dog and they say, Oh, as soon as I get home and and we, we greet and we go outside, the dog goes to his crate because that's his space and he loves it. Or that's where he goes at night and he loves it. So there's a lot of people out there who have a dog who absolutely love the crate and it's not an a place for punishment, but The bad thing is, is that a lot of people who adopt a dog, the number one reason adopted dogs get re-surrendered back to a shelter is because of bad behavior at home. You know, they were barking or they were biting or chewing, um, doing, going, you know, going in the house. And if the person who adopted that dog had employed, um, good crate training techniques in the beginning, perhaps that dog wouldn't have to be surrendered back to a shelter, So we really think of a crate as being a way to assist in the process of making a dog a part of your family and making a really positive experience.
1: Rip. And I think that that's definitely true as well. And and it is true. I mean, a lot of times, you know, when you get a puppy, you're, you're going to spend some time, you know, it's kind of like raising a baby and putting <laughs> them in a crib. They're going to cry. And sometimes you just have to just let them bark it out, let them cry it out. Once they realize that they're not being saved and you know, nothing happens to them. The sky's not falling. They go to sleep and they're calm and comfortable and they get much, much more content in the crate too. And then if you do get a, an in, adopted dog or a foster dog, you might need the help of a trainer. Sometimes dogs, you know, suffer from containment anxiety or, um, or they don't like to be in a crate, but they can be. They can, you know, with the different crates that are offered, soft-sided, plastic, wire, you know, we can teach them how to be comfortable in that crate, too. It, it may not happen overnight, but we can teach your dog how to be comfortable in that crate as well.
0: We have a lot of resources on our website, kind of the do's and don'ts and the how-to's of crate training, but we definitely recommend, and, and we Midwest has worked with Advanced Canine Techniques for years in helping us find dog models and, and just communicating as part of the pet um, industry, but... Um, we definitely recommend utilizing one-on-one training or group training from somebody who can maybe, instead of you just reading about it, show you, like, this is how you acclimate your dog to a crate, make it not so scary, you know, shut that door a little bit, let them know you're not leaving. It's not about, like, shoving them in there, locking the door, and then leaving the room and making them feel like they've been abandoned. It's, It's really more of a process, and you're right. It takes time, and you have to be dedicated to putting that time up front and then you know, once they hit eight to twelve months, you know, if they've gone through the process, it'll be golden. You'll have a great relationship and a very happy dog.
1: Yep. And I, I think a a big question I often get is, you know, um, puppy people have a puppy. They're crate training. Dog's doing beautifully in the crate. When can I get rid of the crate? When do I not need my crate anymore? I, you know, my my philosophy is. You know, until you're... I mean, really, I would always have a crate available somewhere in my house. Yes, I know they take up space, but you can make it look... I put a cover on it. I can put stuff on it. (laughs) I can can utilize it in multiple ways. But I always want to have a crate available for my dog someplace in the house, even if they're 8 to 10 years old. um, Again, it's their safe space. They can go and lay in there. I mean... um, at our previous house, my German Shepherd she she was over eight years old. The crate was next to my bed, and she would just go lay in there all the time and never close the door. Right. She just she just she just go lay in there. But I wanted her to have that space, just because it was convenient for her to have. So there's no timetable to say you got to get rid of your crate. I would just find a place where you can put it where it's always available to your dog in case they want it, because that right. way it's just just it really is a safe space for them.
0: Yeah. And, in, and there are some people who choose to, after the training process, put it away, and, and that's fine, and we, we do recommend, like you say, at least keeping it on hand, because there could be circumstances in which you're, you're going to need it. Um, you know, maybe you're having guests over, and, and the dog isn't very acclimated to strangers, and so it's best to put the dog in a crate in a safe environment for a little bit. Um, or, you know, another thing is that, especially in the puppy stage, if dogs are really interested in exploring your house and getting into things like under the sink household cleaners or other things that they could get into that could be harmful to them you know using a crate as a way to protect them from things that they might get into while you're not there to watch them so you know we we do recommend making it more of a home rather than uh at at the point it's no longer a training tool make it into a little sanctuary for your dog and that's where our quiet time beds come into play we've got oh my gosh i don't even know how many skews of um crate-sized beds from 18-inch all the way to 54-inch, which is like Great Dane-sized crates um, that fit beds. And some of them are are, uh, bolster beds or thick pads. We've got some that are super pretty and some that are more functional. We've got max beds, which are a little more durable, not chew-proof. Anything can be chewed. Everybody's like, oh, you said you couldn't chew it. No, that's not true. Um, Anything can be chewed, but it is definitely more durable. Um, To just like a flat cushioned crate mat that might replace or go over a pan to make that a little more comfortable. So there's lots of things that you can use accessory wise to make that a really nice environment for your dog.
1: Yep, and one thing to keep in mind too, and I see this a lot is as pets age too. Even if your pet outgrows your crate and you do decide to put it away, put it in your garage, put it in your basement, do not sell it or give it away because I often see people. My dog just had um, a tear in his ACL. He just had surgery. He's on crate rest for you know six to eight weeks. You're gonna have to pull that crate back out again, and your dog's gonna have to go back in there. So that's where the quiet. Dem- Quiet time beds can come into place because they are going to need a, um, a secure place where they, can, um, where they can rest and recover. Um, but, but Create Rest is going to be a part of that um, therapy as they're, as they're healing from that surgery. Yeah.
0: One thing that just came to mind when you were talking about that is we haven't really talked about exercise pens, but we also offer several. Uh, variations of a, a wire exercise pen. So those can be used by themselves. In fact, we've we've recently added an add-on panel. So if you want bigger than 16 square feet, you can add on or you can hook two together. But you can attach those to a crate. And some people call that corral training. Um, but you can hook it to the sides of the crate so that your dog has the sanctuary of the crate but then can get out and, you know, run around in the space that you've provided them with that exercise pen. So just gives them another option for containment, but a little more freedom.
1: Yep. And a lot of people like that. I have a friend that actually, um, she struggled with a dog that had, um, containment phobia, but the exercise pen worked perfect for him. So she just fastened it to the wall and her dog went in there without an issue, was able to be contained, and she could let it out, but didn't have to have the crate set up. So right. that definitely worked really well for her. Talk about the different size crates that you offer.
0: Okay. Um, we Not all lines come in all sizes, but we do have 18-inch, which is you know teeny tiny chihuahua size, all the way to a 54-inch, which is uh, most often a Great Dane or a, a sizable dog like that. The most common sizes are about 24-inch through 48-inch So, um, and then the typical, the standards are 18, 22, 24, 30, 36, 42, and 48, and then the big one 54. So we offer all of those and we have different lines. So our eye crate, um, is our, I guess, most basic or longest line that we have out there. Um, if you look it up on Amazon, it's got... Thousands upon thousands of positive reviews. It's a great product, but it's pretty standard. It has two slide bolt latches um, when you get to the larger sizes, two slide bolt latches, and that's a pretty standard crate locking system. Um, But then, Midwest has tried to be uh, we've actually, we have a lot of patents and we've tried to be a little bit more um, creative in finding ways to strengthen the locking mechanism on a standard crate um cuz some dogs are just really strong or really determined and and in some cases you can they can flick that um slide bolt from the inside and get it loose and get out. I mean, we've seen it all. Mm-hmm. So now on some of our crates we have what's called paw block. So it's just a little wire that goes behind that um behind the slide bolt so they cannot hit that from the inside. And then our newest crate line is called Contour and it has it's it's like a it's called lap block and besides the slide bolt, you have to actually pull the door upward to release it from these little overlapping locks on the door. So it's very easy for a human, but not so easy for a dog. So if you find that your dog's able to escape a standard slide bolt latch crate, then something like um, a contour would be much better. Um, We have an Ultima Pro, which is our strongest wire gauge. So we call that kind of professional gauge. So if you've got a very strong dog or a lot of people on more of the professional dog circuit, like uh, trainers or show dogs or things like that, will use a an Ultima Pro Crate. Um, we also have a line called Life Stages. We have a line called Ovation, which actually has a garage-style up-and-away door. I've always kind of liked that one because it's kind of cool. But you <laughs> you lift it up from the front, and it lays over on top. Yep. So when it's up and and the door's open, there's no doors, like, swinging, you know, in your way. So the Ovation is a different style. So we we've tried to come up with different crate lines that just meet different needs. You know, some people are gonna just need a standard eye crate, two slide bolt latches, good to go. And with a a crate trained dog, that'll be a perfect crate for that. Some people might need a little bit more strength, so maybe they need an Ultima Pro. But we we try to um put as much information on our website and then all of our retailers uh, put that information out there to let you know what the differences are.
1: Now, if somebody had a question about what crate to purchase after reading the website and going to um, you know somebody that, that sells them, can they contact your customer service for more um, questions oh, or yeah. advice if they need that? We
0: have an award-winning customer service team. I mean, I'm down the hall from them. I hear their work every day. They're available 9 to 4, Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time on the phone. So you can just give them a call and talk to somebody. We do have an email address that you can use. We also have an online contact form. Um, more and more, we're getting some questions through through social media, mostly through Facebook. And so I'm not able to answer all those questions on Facebook, but I can direct them to the right person in customer service to talk to. Our um, customer service team is very well-versed in all of our product, um, assisting if there's a manufacturer's defect for any reason. We do have a one-year warranty, and we're very good about honoring that. Um, and... Then they also are well-versed in crate training. So if somebody says, hey, I'm, I'm trying this and it's not working, what am I doing wrong? You can talk to one of them and they can help you know, with, with some knowledge on how to make that happen.
1: And then I have one um, or another question too. I know a lot of times dogs with the crate trays, sometimes they crack or they break if the dogs jump on them or get excited in them. Um, where can they, who, who can they contact to get replacement crate trays or how would they go about doing that?
0: So we do offer. We don't sell direct, so you can't come to Midwest to buy our products. But we do sell replacement parts as needed. So they could contact customer service if they have a cracked tray. Um, but those are also sold online, so Amazon, Chewy. Um, I don't know as many mom and pop retailers that carry replacement parts like that, but they are readily available online. And we, you know, we try to spell it out. You know, this size um, or this product number of tray fits this crate and whatnot that happens you know we we feel like we've done a a good job creating the most durable plastic we can but cracks still do happen in shipping and whatnot and then sometimes people wash their pan and then leave it out in the sun to dry and we advise against that because it will warp the pan Um, wiping it down with a cloth is definitely better than letting it air dry in the direct sun so things happen but we do offer those replacement trays
1: Yep, and I think that that's good to know too, because sometimes that does that does happen. But I I mean I can vote for their customer services. Amazing. I mean, I use Midwest um homes for pets crates all of the time. That's what I have in my house for my dogs. That's what I have in my facility with the dogs that come in for for training with us as well. Um and my dogs have modeled in the past too. So yes, it's they kinda have. nice to have them on their on their um on their or have their little photos in my garage of where they were at. <laughs> um is there any other advice or suggestions or anything that you would want to share about Midwest Homes for Pets um, for the, for the um, pet consumer? I would just say that
0: if you're in the market for some pet products, definitely check us out. Um, I think one of our strengths is the fact that we are based here in Muncie, Indiana, and we're accessible. Um, I know sometimes I've purchased an item on, on Amazon, and you know you're purchasing it from XYZ Company, and then when you finally need some support because something's gone wrong, it's almost impossible to get an actual person on the phone or, you know, via email. So I just, I think that our customer service is invaluable and one of our greatest strengths. And we we do product testing throughout the entire lifespan of the product. So, Even iCrate, which has been out there since, I don't know, maybe since I was born, I'm not sure, not that long. Um, But it still continues to get product tested um, as new shipments come in or as more arrive at our warehouse. So we're very much in tune with the fact that we need to do quality assurance on our products. So I just, I I would hope that you would look, look into us. We have, there's a lot of options out there, but Midwest is a solid product.
1: Yep, and I definitely can vouch for that and would encourage you definitely to to check out the different vendors that have them. Amazon, Chewy, I know for sure. And a lot of um, local vendors um, sell Midwest Homes oh, yeah. for Pets products as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that gave you a little bit of insight into Midwest Homes for Pets. Um, our goal is to feature um, companies and um, businesses that are here in Delaware County as much as possible. So thank you for listening. Hopefully check out the Midwest Homes for Pets um, lines. Like I said, we they feature crates for all different animals and we will see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Bark Talk. For more information, go to our website, advancedcaninetechniques.com, or find us on Facebook.